0: I'm Rob, and I'm a compulsive overeater, 22 December Voices of Recovery. Denial of the truth leads to destruction. The 12 Steps and 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous, page 6. When I first came to OA, admitting I was a compulsive overeater was a big step toward my recovery. What about today? Have I said the words, I am a compulsive overeater, so many times that they have lost their meaning? for me. I need to keep in mind that while I've been recovering in the OA rooms, my disease has been doing push-ups out in the hall. My compulsion to overeat is cunning, baffling, powerful, and patient. If I'm wanting to eat inappropriately or to overeat, it will do me no good to deny to myself what's going on or seek to hide it from others. That kind of egotistical pride will surely Lead to relapse. It doesn't matter how long I've been working the steps or how many service positions I've held or how long I've been abstaining or how much physical recovery I have. Today, if I'm willing, excuse me, today, if I'm wanting to overeat, I need to call someone and talk about it. I need to say those humble magic words I said when I first came to OA. I need help. In this way, I admit to God, to myself, and to another human being the exact nature of what's wrong with me today when i stop denying the truth it loses its power to destroy me
1: i am a compulsive overeater and i'm a sweet addict and i've had the disease all my life since i was a baby And I've been in and out of OA since 1987. And I just couldn't get it. I didn't want it. I was angry about it. I didn't accept it until March of this year. When God struck me willing to finally recover about my food issues. So I've been, I have a little over nine months. Uh, abstinent. Um, I've been calling in my food every day, and I've been about 98, 97% uh, stick to that. So I'm really happy with what's going on. And, you know, uh, Christmas time is really hard for so many reasons but one is because I'm a compulsive overeater and a sweet addict. And I have a list of things I cannot eat, one, not even a bite, because one is too many, a thousand, never enough. And one of those things is something that our place where I live likes to get for us, like as a treat. And it's round and it's Italian and I can't have it. I can't have one single bite because if I want, if I eat one piece, I'm going to want two pieces and then I'm going to want three pieces and then I'm going to want four pieces and then I'm going to be sick and I'm going to be ashamed that I ate it and ate too much of it and it's just going to go into this whole tumbling down cycle until I'm beat down to the ground again. And I don't ever want to be that way. I don't ever want to feel that way again about my food. And so, unfortunately, my solution to that is to not go to the Christmas party. And the food they're eating on Christmas Day, I also cannot eat. So I will stay in my room all day. I will not eat their food, their special Christmas food, because it's nothing I can eat. And I'm a little bit sad about it because, you know, it's a celebration time of year and celebrating by myself is okay. I do it. I've done it my whole life. I'm kind of a loner person. And so I've done a lot of things alone because it was either do it alone or don't do it. So I went ahead and I did a lot of stuff a lot of fun stuff and, you know, traveling and going to concerts and what have you by myself because I wanted to do it. And there was, there was never anyone to go with me, but um, because this is such a loaded type of time of year, you know, especially around food, I have a lot of grief and loss issues around this time. And Um, I'm getting ready to celebrate a birthday in another program, another 12-step program on January 2nd. So remembering what my bottom was like in that program, it's always a little, makes me a little squirrely. Um, but I'm just glad that, um, I don't feel any ambiguous feelings about I'm not eating it. I'm not even going because I don't want to be tempted. And this girl, one of my friends today, she's like, Can't you just have one piece? Can you just come? And I'm like, No, quiet. Stop it. Leave me alone. You don't understand. I can't I can't have one bite. It's it's the way it is. You know, some food in my life is like heroin. I can't eat it. I can't have it. I don't want it. And it's just hard because, you know, people understand if you don't take another drink or if you don't take another drug, but food is so, uh, you know, socially acceptable. And to overeat at Christmas is really socially acceptable. And to have sweets this time of year, it's just everywhere you turn, there's sweets going on. So it's been a little hard, but, you know, I have people like you in the program, all of you guys here tonight. You know, when I say I need help, I do. I am admitting to God that I can't do it myself. And thank God for these meetings. That's all I have to say. Thank God for Rob being of service to us. It means so much to me and it's so much, such dedication to service, you know, on his part. And, um, I, I can't deny the truth because I don't want to go down the road of destruction. I'm, I'm abstinent. I'm happy for the most part. I'm struggling a, a little bit, but, you know, I come to these meetings, I show up, I do my reading and writing. I, Call my food. I'm doing everything I can to stay on the path of the recovery, the good red road, as we Indians say. So anyway, that's my truth for tonight. So I want to thank you for letting me share.